0: You are listening to the Baby We've Got This podcast, where you receive mindset and business coaching designed for the everyday gal who has big goals and dreams and is craving that guidance, insight, and reaffirmation for creating more success in their life. This is episode number twenty-seven, and I have the fabulous Stacey Leanne with me today as I pick her brains to get all the juicy info about manifesting the love we deserve, and sexual relationships. Stacey is a 31-year-old entrepreneur, mom, spiritual junkie, and manifestation queen. After discovering herself through a marriage breakdown and experiencing heartbreak, she became dedicated over the last four years to not only heal herself and becoming comfortable with her own company, but has also... Become extremely passionate about coaching women through the same self-discovery process and advising them on how to ask for and create what they truly desire in a relationship. Stacy believes we all have the power to manifest and attract our ideal partner to so listen in to learn more about self-discovery and attracting the right relationship for you. This podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club, an exclusive online membership to a 16-week holistic health and mindset coaching program. Abundance Club supports, educates, and empowers its members with their self-love, mental health, happiness, nutrition, and exercise. You can learn more by checking out their website, which is www.abundanceclub.net. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I'm so grateful that I can give you this time and content as you listen in today. And remember to leave a heartfelt review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through iTunes or leave your love-filled comments in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle too so we can give you a shout out on our social media and recognize you for your greatness. All right, let's get started. Hello, we're here with the gorgeous Stacy. Hello, how are you? Oh, fabulous! Well,
1: good, okay. good, darling. I'm glad you're fabulous. So am I today. I've done all the things I've needed to kind of put myself in this wonderful heart space. So I'm really excited to share with you all.
0: Yay! Oh, so guys, a little bit about Stacy. Well, I gave you a bit of an intro. Um, Stacy, I've known Stacy for life four years? Five years, babe. Five years, gosh, and I'm really excited for you guys to, if you're watching or if you're listening, um, like what you're going to be talking about, Stacey, is I've actually been able to watch this journey unfold and everything that you are like teaching us and sharing with us, like I've seen you learn and implement firsthand. So guys, you're not just getting advice from this beautiful human, you're getting like a real life, um the things that happened to you know real experience and you're speaking you know authentically so um we're doing today a little bit differently normally we take you back to a baby you've got this moment but this is kind of like a baby you've got this last five years <laughs> 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 so I think, um share us a little bit about yourself share us about your i know we're going to hear all the juicy details about your marriage broke down and your great personal breakdown, and then what you had to do to rebuild that, you know, love for yourself so you can then, you know, attract in the perfect partner for you. Mm.
1: So. Thanks, that Yeah, I was just gonna say, you definitely see me cry some ugly tears, <laughs> you know, the real ugly cry. But thank you so much for having me on. I'm really, this is something that I'm really passionate about sharing with women and edu- educating them. Like, I find that it. Whatever conversation I'm having, I always end up finding that I'm talking about relationships. So I've just noticed that definitely this is something that I um, love to share and speak from. It definitely got the experience behind me. And I think that's the greatest thing in, in regards to when we have those breakdowns is being able to um, to share that and. breakdown moments that we've had with people so hopefully they can uh, learn from it and be guided through the same journey and so what I really want to do for you guys is kind of paint a picture and take you back through um, my own personal journey and I think yeah exactly what Kimmy says that it would definitely go back um, like I would like to say five years but I think this has been like my whole life to be honest like I always saw myself as being like a big believer in love, um, especially the idea of, and and I love the fairy tale romance. And I think that what that really was amazing for is growing up and coming into kind of adolescence and looking at boys and being like, ooh, and um, experimenting. Should I, say. I think another great thing was it, like even though it was giving me like I'm very big on painting a vision and painting an idea of where I want to be and where I want to go. What I feel that also gave me when it came to love and relationships was a high expectation. And I felt that in the beginning, I wasn't, I always felt that in a relationship, I wasn't getting what I needed. Um, And I feel that that was a massive part in me attracting emotionally unavailable man and back then I was so big on blaming the fact that I was attracting these un- like emotionally unavailable men but what I didn't actually realize is it was because I was emotionally unavailable myself and um, so I think that like I'm a big believer is in, in you are what you attract and I think that was a big pivotal moment for me when I understood that I was what I was attracting I was like why wouldn't I manifest my dream relationship instead of like thinking of what could go wrong and attracting um, all the the wrong circumstances and the wrong relationship, should I say, the wrong relationship for me in that point. Um, And I really want to kind of take you back to uh, five years ago. And I really was that person, as I said, that dreamed big. And I had the big, big wedding and the fairy tale wedding. And unfortunately I just didn't have the fairy tale romance that I always wanted and it took me to to have my daughter to really wake up to the idea that I didn't want to show her um I didn't want to I didn't want her to see that the level of love that I picked for myself is what I would want for her if that makes sense and I think it took me ending my marriage um, to, to start understanding like that those were where the lessons were. And I think it's looking back on choosing yourself. Um, within that marriage, as I said, like I have so much love and respect for this man to this day, because obviously he gave me my greatest gift, which is my daughter. Um, and but looking back, I had like with those high expectations that I had, like back then this guy never stood a chance, (laughs) this guy never stood a chance, like I was looking for this Prince Charming relationship, and I think that there was so much hurt in that relationship, because I find looking back now, because I've obviously done the healing work, and I've I've really, I think you have to look at yourself openly and honestly in those uh, cases, and I feel that in, in that scenario, I was trying to change him. And I think that this is the problem that sometimes we make as females, like we naturally want to um, love and nurture. And the big th- thing that women say when it comes to relationships is, we feel like we're not heard. We feel like our partner doesn't listen to us but then what men also feel and and this is what men experience quite a lot is they say that they feel that their women try and change them and i think it comes to a place where we we need men don't want to be controlled they want acceptance and i feel that that's what i did a lot in my in my marriage and i feel that i call this my lesson Definitely my biggest lesson was my uh, marriage because, as I said, I learned so much more about ending that marriage than I did um, st- when I started the marriage. And there was so, as I said, there was so much hurt in that marriage and so many lessons. But and num- the number one thing that I took away was choosing myself um, when it came to that relationship because I think that we have to understand that there was it's a, it's an awful situation to feel that you have to break someone else's heart and um, but the you have to ask yourself the hard questions which are either i can stay uh, either i can leave and break his heart which is absolutely awful and it's it's not a great feeling being especially a woman because we love to nurture, we love to um, to give love. And I've always been quite um, an empath in that. And, and that hasn't served me well in the past because being that way, I feel that I always put my partner's needs before my own. Um, I always worked on making them happy. And it got to this pivotal moment in walking away from my marriage where I said to myself, either I can leave and break his heart or I can stay and break my own heart for the rest of my life. Um, And I think that from the beginning, if I was honest with myself, there was something in my heart that just wasn't right. And I think that when you feel that something in your heart isn't right, there will be a point that that voice just gets louder and louder and louder until one day you just decide to listen. Um, Another thing I really just want to quickly cover when I speak about that relationship is something that like a brilliant tool that I would love to share with you all. And that is... um, that if anybody hasn't read the book *The Five Love Languages* by Gary Chapman, you need, you need to read this book. It's such a brilliant tool because I look back at my marriage, and I see where why it wasn't working and how it wasn't working, and that was because both of our needs were being met with our love languages. And bear in mind that your love languages constantly change. Um, but back then my love language was quality time, and his love language was was um, touch, was physical touch. And when I felt that my needs weren't being met with he wasn't sitting down and giving me that connection and talking with me, I didn't want to touch him and kiss him and have sex with him. <laughs> so it just goes to show that when we both perceive that we're not our needs aren't being met, uh, that's where we're not able to um, give and receive the, the most amount of love that we're capable of giving. And I think we need to ask ourselves the question also is, um, your partner can only meet you as deeply as they've already met themselves. Um, so sometimes, like, we can blame past relationships that didn't work, but at the end of the day, they were only loving you to the capacity that they knew. And ask yourself that question were you loving yourself as deeply as you could have been loving yourself? So that's really a little bit about my. Um, and, I, and as I said, Kim, like, you were you were there and you were present for this. Um, So it's, it's not all, um, it's definitely, there was a lot of ugly tears that were cried during that process because it is not, you have to be really brave to get up and walk away from a marriage. And that's why I say that so many lessons were learned from, from being honest with myself. Like you have to be honest and you have to, as listen to those internal voices that, um, they're there for a reason. Like everybody says those red flags, Hey. Um, but yeah, so that was really kind of my, that was my journey to start starting to create my reality when it came to relationships. And that was when I decided it was no longer acceptable for me to settle. Like I had been doing for not just in that relationships, but my, like, I think I had like, when i came into my marriage it was probably like my third serious relationships and i was always a relationships girl because i loved the idea of love like i did i wasn't great at being single because if you look back it's because i didn't know how to love myself so um that was really a massive uh like a learning period for me so when i left that marriage as i said being a single mom back then and my daughter was three years old i this is when I started to really spending that alone time with myself. Um, I feel that there's something so um, empowering being on your own and, and falling in love with yourself all over again, because when you don't have anybody else to pour this love into to you naturally just start pouring it back into yourself. You're like, okay, what does Stacey need? Like Stacey needs a, a self care day. Stacey doesn't need to be worrying about, I'm gonna get this hat. I'm gonna be such a good wife today. I'm gonna to get all of the washing done. I'm gonna get the dishes. I'm gonna make him a perfect lunch to take to work. I'm gonna make him an amazing dinner when he comes home from work. Like, I only had myself and my daughter to put first, and that was a really empowering thing for me. Um, and then coming into the heartbreak phase, I really want to sh- touch on this because. This is also another moment that uh, obviously Kim was present for. And the heartbreak phase for me was, I call it the heartbreak phase because I believe honestly that in 27 years, I never opened my heart. And this is after my marriage, guys. And I really want to speak openly and honestly about that because... I believe that it wasn't anything to do with my, my partner's fault and my ex-husband's fault. It was literally no fault of my own that I just chose that I never wanted to open my heart. Because I was so, like, this is what we do. Like We all have a protector inside of us that doesn't want to truly be open, be vulnerable, be seen. And that's what I felt that I was doing. So I came to this space in my life after my marriage breakdown where my heart was wide open. It it was so open. It was unbelievable, and somebody came into my life that I really needed in that in that moment in time, and it felt like one of those fairy tale romances. Like I was just bouncing off the walls. I was, it it was just the most incredible high, like being in love. Like you know, when you feel like you don't need to like you're so happy and you look outside you're like, Oh my God, the sky is blue and the birds. are <laughs> And it's literally like that scene in snow white when she's singing to all the animals. And I thought that's exactly what I felt it to be like, um, in those moments. And, and this is where the greatest lesson came for me was, um, was heartbreak. And that was, uh, he was a, like an old friend that came back into my life. So there was a lot of that trust there. And I look back and I'm like, wow, the universe really like put that it put those chips in, in order for me. And and I felt that because I had that trust there, I let my walls down which I'd never done before. And this is the first time I learned the importance of falling in love with your best friend. He was an old friend. We got on like a house on fire and I really fell hard for this guy. And when my heart was wide open, I think it's so important to look at when you're falling in love, is give everything you can without spec expect, expecting anything in return. And I feel that that's really what I did. This was the first relationship that I felt, I fell in love with someone and I wasn't trying to change or fix them. And I felt that that's what I used to do in previous relationships only because I could see a higher potential to them and I wanted to love and nurture them. And that's what we do as women that like, this is what drives men bonkers, but that's, that's who we are. And and we love to love and nurture. And we were visionary, we're visionary souls we're visionary beings. And we want to, um, like, we want to be able to, to access that unlimited potential with our partners and that's what we see for them. And we lead first, right. um. so, yeah, for me, that was um, something that I really kind of, sat with. And then when the, when the heartbreak happened, I think there's something so like, this is a really, I look back and this was definitely the most, the hard, the hardest moments in my life. This was even harder for me. I think than, um, than leaving my marriage because I think that I finally thought that this was it. I opened up my heart and it was such a big knockback that I was not expecting to happen that, I was just completely blindsided by it. I was so happy. I was so in love. I thought he was too. Um, He ended up actually leaving the relationship and cheating on on me with someone else. And I just, that was such a hard pill for me to swallow because I had always been such a protector that in my previous relationships, I had always been the one that had done the leaving. And this is the first time I had been left. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like it was really hard pill for me to swallow swallow, as I said but I think there's something so something so beautiful in experiencing heartbreak because it really when I look back I'm like that is the greatest thing that ever fucking happened to me the greatest thing oh we've done the first (laughs) f-bomb that was the greatest (laughs) that is the greatest thing that ever happened to me because honestly there is something so beautiful um in going within and they say that like you learn the greatest lessons when you have a broken heart an empty bank account and and an empty fridge and I honestly believe that those the lessons I learned through the marriage breakdown to the heartbreak were just like I, I couldn't put a price on those lessons that I learned and then this is kind of when the, the healing process started for me and looking within even more like I would had that time on my own after my marriage. And then I found this great love and I was so happy. And then just as quickly as it started, it ended. And as I said, I felt like the rug was pulled out from underneath me and I was really not in a good space. And I was like, this is really a time that I want to be looking at myself. and where like loving all parts of myself there were so many parts of myself that i hadn't even recognized or tried to love back then that this was the moment that um the universe gifted this to me like i look back now and i'm like i'm so glad the universe put this female in my ex partner's path because if it wasn't for her I don't know what my story would have looked like right now. I don't know if whether I would have settled and stayed um, and understood that probably the reason why I was so crazy is because it was lust over love. Um, And there is such a thing guys. Um, So this is where I started to really look within and start, started to really identify that I needed to be the change I wanted. I needed to start asking for what I knew I truly deserved because I feel that I was like, when am I going to catch a break? Like, when am I going to find this person that I've always known is out there for me? Um, but at the end of the day, like, I didn't need somebody to be my other half. Like, I I didn't need that. I already am whole. I just needed someone else to be there to to amplify, to only amplify and improve my life because, that's what we're all here for right to love and to be loved and i i kind of got really um i got really like honest with myself about what i wanted and this is a this is definitely a process that i do with my clients in asking for what you desire in a relationship and this is when i sat down and i don't really know how this came to me because i look back i still have this letter that i wrote to myself now so i decided after my break break up and my heartbreak that I was going to sit down and I was going to get clear about what I wanted. And I actually wrote a letter to this was in 2000. I dated it. This is in 2017. And I, I decided to make a list and get clear of what I wanted and what I felt that I deserved and what I wanted to attract into my life. And um, I think that it was so important in, in that to not write down, I wanted to make sure that I got clear in writing down what I wanted, how I wanted to feel in the next relationship, not how a person was going to look, um, how I wanted to feel and had the way I wanted to be treated. because let's let's be honest like when you look at all your previous relationships there's so many great qualities that each of your past relationships had right but then there's so many qualities in your past relationships that have just driven you up the wall so why not take all the really good parts from all of your past relationships and be like okay this is what i want in my next relationship um and but i made sure in that sense that I was going to declare to the universe what I was worth because I was so worried about that self-sabotaging process that we all do, that when we meet Prince Charming, we're like, oh my God, um, I'm not good enough for him. And that's why I wanted to also in the same sense of getting clear of what to ask for is also... um, declaring what I brought to the table, like whether, for example, oh, my computer's doing some updates here, (laughs) whether it be, um, (laughs) whether it be, um, I fulfill, like what I bring, I'm super caring in relationships. Uh, I, I feel that I fulfill my partner sexually and making sure that their needs are met. Like write down all the things that you love about yourself in a relationship. Like, Write down all the things that you love that you do for your partner, for your husband. And um, it's one of those cases is you have not because you ask not. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm just like, what have I got to lose? Um, And yeah, so moving from there, that's kind of where... I think once you begin to choose yourself first, you have the power to rewrite your own story no matter what path that you previously chose. So don't look at yourself and be like, I can't have that relationship. I can't have that relationship that I truly desire because of X, Y, Z that happened in the past. Like you were in control of where you want to go moving forward. You have the opportunity to manifest whatever you choose to in a relationship. Um, So, yeah, and I think that... Yeah, like you're not given a perfect relationship. You have to build one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. I like I feel that we all need to to understand that the work is never done. Like you, you are the only person that's going to give yourself everything. Like it's not your partner's job to make you happy. It's your job to make you happy. It's your partner's job to make you happier. And I feel that what I did in a lot in past relationships, and I don't know if. Um, if you guys feel the same is I was getting so pissed off with myself every time I came into a relationship because I was like I'm so freaking wonderful in a relationship I feel like I give so much to my partners like I always pour everything into this relationship and then when it doesn't work out I'm like hey what about me like like why can't they give me the level of love that I that I know I truly deserve and the what I can say to that is I feel that What I was doing was I was always, I was never pouring love from a cup that, like I was always, the only times that you can give more to your partner is when your cup is overflowing. And I felt that I was always giving to my partner when my cup wasn't even for myself, for me. And I think that when you give more in a relationship, you always get less back um so like be mindful of that be be mindful of how much you're giving to your partner and and make sure you give to yourself first because when you're giving to yourself first you can definitely give all the love and more to them once you've already acknowledged that your worth and, and and you know that how much you love yourself and want to be able to give that love as well to your partner so what i wanted to come into now is kind of like love and union and, and kind of the relationship I'm, I'm at now. I've, I, I met my, my partner oh, all year, two years ago now. And, um, I think that I, I look back at that letter I wrote to the universe and I'm like blown away when I wrote that letter three and a half years ago, um, that being able to create the most wonderful relationship and, being in a relationship that challenge that equally challenges and supports one another. I think that it's such an incredible feeling when you have, you found your best friend in a partner. I think that that was the missing thing for me. Um, Finding someone that when you like all those really great things happen to you, like who do you want to turn to and who do you want to tell that to? And growing together is such an incredible thing. Like like you but also knowing that as I said you are the only person that's going to give yourself everything and I think that once you find a relationship where you you have to be both open to doing the work if you're going to do the work on yourself that's wonderful but I think that you both have to meet each other in a place where you're both open to do the work because as I said women are visionary we we're the ones that nurture and we're the ones that lead first and so we have to create that like that vulnerable open safe space for our partner to feel that they can that they can be able to reflect that back to us um yeah like as I said like vulnerability without expecting anything in return is is really big and it's something that I that I really am am a huge believer in
0: <laughs> oh my gosh oh I think i might taking be a breath I might just mute you while I talk because I think I'm echoing, and I'm not sure if that's coming up in the recording. So, oh my gosh, guys! Like, I kind of wish I was like writing notes <laughs> as well, so I'm gonna have to write notes on these. And I don't know about you guys listening, but everything Stacey said, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been there, I've been there. That's happened to me, and I've had like I've had my heart broken. My husband now, we date, we met. And almost 11 years ago and we broke broken up a few times along the way and I remember the big breakup we had and I went away and I learned to love myself and he came back but he came back the person that I always wished he would be and it's crazy like it's crazy but it's not crazy because it's what happens is we think we try and wait for that external person to make us feel loved and make us feel like we're the best we can be but we have to do it ourselves and then we attract we really bring in what we believe we deserve. So, like, guys, what Stacey's saying? She's gone through this. Like, I've experienced it. Um, so, Stacey, can you just share with us a little bit, just to finish up? You now have, like, I know you guys are probably hanging on. Like, well, where's she now? What's going on with her? Like, you know, she had the, she left her marriage and then thought she fell in, well, fell in love and had that massive heartbreak. So, where are you now? I already know, but I want you guys—I want you to fill the listeners in. Is what have you created now from all this learning? Um, just like I'm—I'm I'm just going to take give it to you. because so I want to give it away to anyone. Okay, it is there. there we go. I think I just selected it. Um, well,
1: I'm really in a place now where I decided. I think because of my... I'm a big believer that the universe will always reward the brave. And um, I I think where I'm at now is I'm in a relationship that is such a safe, a safe place for me. Like you want someone to... You want to be with someone that is not just your safe place, but your biggest adventure. And I have... Um, I've really... I like to say that I'm incredibly lucky but I know that I am in the relationship that I have manifested and created for myself because of the work that I went away and did on myself and that journey through heartbreak and healing and learning to love love myself. Um, I used to find that in the past when you would read any like self-help books when it came to relationships because trust me if there's a book i've read it if it's (laughs) if it's a guide on how to get your man back or how to get someone to fall in love with you like i was this person like i remember back in the past when i was about 19 years up 19 years old in one of my relationships um we had like a crazy like you know, the silly breakups where like, as you said, Kim, you probably experienced it. The silly breakups where like you break up over a weekend and you're like, oh, you just say that you want to break up to get a, to get a rise out of him, to get some form of reaction. And then he actually breaks up with you and you're like, oh crap. I was one of those girls. It was such a hopeless, like romantic. And I just wanted to know everything there was to know about relationships. And and sexual relationships and, and love relationships that I remember Googling how to get my partner back <laughs> and it was like a step-by-step process
0: oh oh it was like, kind
1: of like a process of starting from the bottom and over here um I think that I was such a like I think that like as I said I was such a big believer in in the idea of love and Now coming into a space of a relationship where we both understand how important it is um, to to learn, challenge, support, grow together. Um, I am in a space in my life now where I have built, and I will say built, I didn't get this relationship. Um, We have built this relationship together. And it does take serious work and both parties have to be at the table together. Um, And I think that, and that's why they say like, you you have to understand that you will always be in in the perfect relationship for you. Like, I think that looking back now, like even like my expectation of what I was bringing to the table, I wasn't looking at myself honestly and openly of being like, okay, what can I do different? Because I think we focus so much on, how the other person needs to change, not looking at ourselves being like, "Okay, how can I show up that's going to make him feel more loved, supported, and nurtured and um, one of the things that myself and my partner now um really have i think this is definitely a number one thing that we believe is so like essential in a real in making and building the most wonderful connection and relationships is communication. My partner knows that I can absolutely chew his ear off (laughs) and just, he holds that space for me to, to speak about my day and tell him about my day and how it was and, and really like um, take that time to invest in what I have to say. And, and um, I think it's just such a, it, that there's no greater feeling than as I said like being in a loving relationship and feeling like that's what you're getting back and I think that once I started to to do more of the work and I decided to choose different to what I had chosen before this partner that I'm with at the moment is completely different from all of the other partners I had ever been with and that's because I believe I had asked for what I'd truly wanted in a relationship um and find yourself a kind man ladies if anything like I always say to people like look at yourself in the next 50 years no matter how like how whatever age you are at the moment and I ask myself these honest questions and I'm like okay who do I want with me on a porch when I'm 80 years old like Who do I want to be talking to? I want to be talking to my best friend, right? And I don't want to be like, good looks will fade. They will always fade. Like, it's all about connection for me. And I know that where I am now and the person I'm with and the person that I like, love is about choosing that person every single day, choosing them on a bad day. My partner and I say when we are, we're having one of those days where it's not all sunshine and rainbows. like don't get me wrong. We have the days where we're like, wow, it's hard today. It's hard being in a conscious relationship. It's hard, not only working on yourselves, but working on each other together where we have those days where like, he will say to me like, babe, do you choose me today? And I'm like, wow, probably not. (laughs) What can we do? Because it's all about that. It's being, it's being open to have those honest conversations. Like, Share what's going on in your mind. Like I think that, the, especially through the self development journey and the the growth journey in a relationship, you have to be open and honest with one another. I think honesty and communication um, is the key. Personally, for like, but as I said, what will work for my relationship might not work for somebody else's. Um, I'm just hoping that it gives uh, some insight to like building that right relationship for you and don't be afraid to ask, don't settle. Like, as I said, like, please, please like when it comes to love, don't settle. And um, like, I definitely, Definitely want to share, as I said, if you are kind of like a beginner to this and, and you're like, Oh my God, I don't even know where to start. And please don't think this is me saying that if you're in a marriage that you need to leave your marriage to find happiness. Not at all. Like you, as I said, re- perfect relationships, and I shouldn't say perfect, I should say the ideal partner for you can be built. That can be built. And that is something that unfortunately I learned a bit later on in life. Um, That you can you can build that Uh, you can build any relationship that you that you want to have. But one like two major references, as I said, if you want to get started and you don't know where to start, I would highly recommend um, the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, what I spoke about previously, and um, another one of my great resources is Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Oh my goodness, girls, if you want to have the most incredible relationship, read that fucking book. It's amazing. I think that's by Dr. John Gray. And it's just so like mind-blowingly, like there's so many insights that I learned from that book when I read it and so many kind of um, knowledge, knowledge tips um, to make a, a lasting
0: relationship work. So yeah. I'm like, I after. Oh, wait. I'm going to have to meet you again. I know that book and I actually haven't read it, but I need a new book. And do you know what? Like, in all honesty, my hubby and I, we're two years married now. And I don't know if it's a two, I know there's a seven year itch, but we're at two years. And I'm just like, things seem like exactly the same every single day. We need to spark things up. Oh my God, guys, I'll let you in. I literally went shopping um, this week and <laughs> bought some lingerie and I've not bought lingerie. In like six years, that's how like nano life I am, and I've lived like I need to read this book because I've already like, bought some laundry. Hopefully, spicing things up. <laughs> I don't know if that's too much information, but whatever. You guys hear me talk about all kinds of things, and yeah, I I've, I'm in this space. So I don't know if anyone can relate. Where you're, if you're in a relationship, it might be a bit dull. Or you're not dull. I shouldn't say dull. Don't worry, my husband doesn't listen to these. Um, a bit. I guess stagnant, like, you know, reading that book will help so much. And also I just want to give a shout out to those of you who are single who are listening to this and you're like, yeah, but I'm not in a relationship to need to do the work and understand. But uh, I know Stacey, you'll agree, is it's doing it now and learning now because the more we have the understanding, the more we're going to attract exactly what we desire um, that we know will, will match us and will serve us to what we need. So Isn't it crazy? Like, do your do your research to find your ideal partner. But it's it's so true. I'll let you do the yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. Like, the work is never done. Like, you have to understand that the work starts from you. And I think that I was so blameful in the past. I was so it was so I was so quick to blame my ex partners and be like, you have not given me this and you're not meeting my expectations. But that's when I was like, wow, like am I giving myself everything that I need? Like, could I be like meeting myself a bit deeper and and love and like, and loving myself more? Because as I said, your part, it's so true when people say like your partner can only meet you as deeply as you've met yourself. And that's what we just said before, start doing the work now, start looking into this. Like even if you are single, like you are going to start understanding like what, like you you can ask for whatever you want in a relationship. Like it is like that is at your fingertips if you're willing to do the work and you're willing to look at where you're at and what you can improve. Like maybe if you're in a place right now where you feel that you can't find, like you feel that finding love is is such a hard thing for you. And um, and I think there's some like I have some girlfriends that are, like it's so empowering to watch that they're not they've been single for a while because they're not willing to settle they're like no like I know what I deserve and I'm not going to accept anything any less than that um and doing something different change something like if you like look at yourself as I said looking at yourself honestly um, and and asking yourself (laughs) so those hard questions it's kind of like I looked back at my relationships and I was like what do I always what's the pattern I always do in my past relationships because at the end of the day the only person that's in control of changing that pattern is you and changing that future path is yourself so I was like okay what did I used to do in the past and what I used to always do is I would attract the emotionally unavailable man and then when it would come come in I would be like okay He's emotionally unavailable. This is like, I love this thrill. I love this chase. Like I'm gonna get him emotionally available to me. That's what I wanna do. And the second they would make themselves emotionally available, what did I do? See you later, bye. Because that was my protector in me. Because I didn't actually, like when I looked back, I never wanted to truly be seen. Because another, like love is the most powerful thing, but at the same time, it's the most scariest thing, right? like opening yourself up and being scared that you're going to to be hurt in return. And I think that's what my heartbreak taught me was, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. Like, it's better to have loved, and I know this is like one of those cliches, that it's better to have loved and lost than not have loved at all. Yeah. And I think in the beginning yeah. of my relationship right now, there was definitely a time that in the first couple of months, when you know that uh, that transition period where you feel like you're going from like dating and it's all really exciting to something, then you're moving into something a bit more serious. Both my partner and I definitely had our, our little voice inside our heads creep up and be like, you're not worthy of this love. You don't deserve this love. And that's when we were like, oh my goodness. And it took for us to like really look at our relationship and where we were heading to understand that look, we may as well give this everything we've got and not stop hiding ourselves because you deserve love, everybody deserves love. I'm a huge believer in that and we all are truly deserving of the love that we want in our life. Um, So just like be open to receive, Um, I think be open and um, yeah, I think I'm gonna leave it with that,
0: be open to receive because that's what it's all about guys. (laughs) be open i love it um i, I really love this episode uh stacy like seriously it's very so inspiring i love talking about relationships um all women love talk we all love talking about it and like it reminds me of my, my favorite you know tv series which is sex in the city and it's all about you know finding that ideal man all of that over analysis i think that's how you say it and You've like given us so much clarity and I love it and you are so amazing at what you do and thank you Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, I just want to give you well, guys uh, Stacey's if you want to follow her on her socials, it will be in the show notes So and um, you can find her on Instagram at miss euphoria But we will have the Instagram handle and the link in the show notes. Um, I think if you're happy with we can also link her Facebook so um you can follow her on her facebook too and yeah just oh my gosh she just adds so much value so Stacey, thank you so so much for jumping on and sharing i absolutely loved it and i know our followers did too i'm just (laughs) you are so welcome everybody
1: you're so welcome (laughs)
0: Well, guys, don't forget to you know this. This is up on YouTube and iTunes. So, YouTube, leave your comment below. Ask Daisy any questions, um, or reach out to her on social media and ask her questions. Um, or as I say, leave our review for in the iTunes if you're listening on iTunes, um, and we can shout you out on our social media. And I feel like there's something that I always say at the end, like another bit of information. But I don't know.
1: Anyway, <laughs> well, I don't know, if is anything you want to
0: say to finish up or? No, guys, not at all. But thank you
1: so much for having me. It's been such a wonderful experience. I absolutely love speaking about this subject. So, yeah, if anybody has any questions, please reach out. I'm more than happy to take a listen and, and help out in any way I can.
0: Love it. Love all right, it. thanks, Stacey. And everyone else, have a a lovely rest of your day and we'll see you next week. See you, hear you, let you hear us next week. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, peace out homies.